What's up, Unusuals? Jim Martin here from the Unusual Buddha podcast and theunusualbuddha.com. Here to talk to you for a second about Anchor. Uh, it's the service I use to make this very podcast. Uh, first and foremost, it's free. Secondly, they give you tools you can actually record and edit your podcast either from your phone or from a computer. Uh, Anchor also helps with distribution of your podcast. Uh, they can get you on Apple and Spotify, all those. Uh, you can start making money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need all in one place. So check them out. It's anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Can't wait to see what you create. What's up, guys? Jim Martin here from The Unusual Buddha. I just wanted to take a second to talk to you all about uh, where your mind goes when you meditate. Uh, a lot of people ask the question, you know, how do you, how do you focus on nothingness? How do you focus on nothing? That's not the key. Um, that's a pretty big stereotype that a lot of people bring to it. And it's really not what it's about. Uh, it's not about focusing on nothing. It's about intensely focusing on whatever your object of meditation is. Uh, for some of us, the easiest thing is going to be the breath. And we've talked about that before, uh, where you, you, know, you close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, uh, ideally through the nose. That's just that's what works best, and that's how it's taught usually. Uh, so you close your eyes. And take a deep breath. And you focus on where you feel it. Uh, for some, you're going to feel it, you know, rippling through your mustache. Not everyone has that. Uh, some of you are going to feel it at the tip of your nose. Uh, usually heat, a, a hot sensation when you're breathing out, and a cool sensation when you're breathing in. Uh, regardless of what it is, whatever the sensation is, whatever you feel when you breathe, that's where you stay. So that's where your focus is, um, and thoughts are going to come. You know, you're going to sit there, you're going to be breathing, you're going what am I having for dinner? that's going to happen. You know, man, did I fill out that TPS report? You're going to have those kind of things happen. They're going to come and go constantly. But the idea is not to force them away because that gives them power. That gives them the ability to cling. Uh, so if you, you know, aversion is just as bad as greedily holding on to a thought. So what you want to do is just take a deep breath, Gently bring it, bring your mind back to the point of focus, whatever it happens to be. In this example, it's breath. Uh, so you just come right back to your breath, recenter, re-up. Some people like to count. Some people will uh, count it in and out. Breath is ten, you know, or from one to ten, and uh, and that's their point of focus, and that keeps them in check. For some people that really works. Uh, for others, visualizations work. Um, I know for me personally, and I've mentioned this before. Uh, while I'm breathing in and out, I actually like to picture, uh, you know, like a, a very calm ocean scene, uh, you know, of course me in it, you know, I'm not like lounging back, sitting back, you know, tanning or anything, but, uh, just sitting on a beach quietly. Um, especially my, my favorite visualization is, is right at sunset. Um, there's something about that really speaks to me. So that's what I do. That's where I stay. Um, and it just helps me keep focused on that in and out rise and fall and that's just what you want to do you want to keep coming back to your point of focus whatever it is um some people the the nose thing doesn't work some people the uh the counting thing doesn't work other people uh and it's pretty common in some places to to solely go with this but some people like to focus on uh the area just under the rib cage you know solar plexus diaphragm whatever you want to call it um some people like to focus there. And in that practice, what they'll do is just the same. They'll feel the sensation in 
and out. And it's important to remember uh, when you're breathing, um, a lot of people like to, uh, they do the opposite. The, what you want to do is, is called belly breathing. So you want to, when you breathe in, you want to fill your stomach, like you're trying to fill your whole chest cavity with air. Uh, when you breathe out, that's when you uh, draw your stomach in. So, you know, you fat belly when you breathe in, skinny tummy when you breathe out. And you keep doing that. And in that way, you'll also make sure you don't get like, uh, you know, some kind of crazy hypoxia or something like that, you know, all low on oxygen and stuff. Um, but when you stay with that, when you come back to that, uh, that, that diaphragm rising and falling sensation, same thing. If you, you happen to trail off, just bring it back. It's not a big deal. Uh, you're not a failure. Uh, you know, I, me personally, I've meditated for as long as you know, an hour and a half in some cases. Uh, and there have been longer, but you know, you don't always record the stuff. Sometimes you just do it. Um, but my longest recorded was an hour and a half and sometimes it happens. Sometimes you, you, you trail off no matter how good you are at meditation or how, you know, seasoned of a veteran you are, that shit just happens. And the best thing you can do is just, again, you come back to it. It's kind of like if anyone has kids, uh, if you watch your children learn how to walk, they don't just stand up and go run a marathon, they get up, they walk a little bit, they fall, they get up, they fall, they get up, sometimes they'll walk 15 steps, sometimes they'll walk for a whole day and not fall. But the thing is, they keep getting up, they keep trying, they keep applying. Same thing. You just got to keep getting up and you got to keep applying uh, that, that forward pressure. Now don't get too uh, insistent and too... Uh, What's a good word for it? Uh, if, if you try to get too forceful with your mind, it's going to become an antagonistic thing and you're going to have an issue with uh, anxiety and itchiness and, and those kind of sensations. So try to avoid that and uh, try to avoid just following the mind where it trails. Sometimes that part of the practice can be useful too if you're trying to uh, maybe find where things begin or where a certain thought train originates. But for the most part, that's that's a little bit um, that's a little bit further on in practice when you're when you're beyond the uh, setting up the habit stage. Now that being said, once you move on, um, some other objects you can use are you know maybe do follow that that train of thought, but instead of following it where it leads, follow it backwards. Sometimes you think uh, you know of a past issue with a friend um, or what your boss said earlier, well, wh wh what happened before that? What led to that event? And then when, you, you know, when you're able to outline the, the origin of that, you think of the event before, and you daisy chain this thought stream backwards, and sometimes you can get it all the way back to initially where your very first action was the cause of it. And that's pretty powerful. You can trace what happened all the way back to its very first point, which in a lot of cases is you, me, you know, we, we are conscious entities, we do make choices, and these things will lead back um, if you're patient and you trace them back. Now again, you're going to trail, it's going to happen, but you just take a deep breath and you start where you remember. Okay, so my boss said this earlier and I didn't like it. Where did that come from? And then, okay, uh, you know, two days ago, uh, we were in a meeting and he said this, well, where did that come from? 
And then you realize, well, you know, two weeks ago, I was kind of gruff with him before I had my coffee or whatever. And maybe that's not the exact cause. And maybe you could go even further because realistically, you can always go back further. But the point being, uh, you can trace these trends back to where they originate. And sometimes you can find out some things about yourself that maybe, you know, you're not carrying yourself like you think you are. Or maybe you're putting something out that is easy to perceive incorrectly. So... <clears throat> It's important to, uh, you know, be honest with yourself, be as objective as you can. Uh, I know that the whole process of meditation is very subjective and very uh, unique to the individual, but the idea is to build the mind to be as objective as possible. You are an observer, and that's really what the idea is of all the types, whether it's uh, meta or mantra or vipassana or samatha you're trying to be as objective as possible in your thinking and that is where the growth will come and that is where the calm will come and that is the really funny thing is when you when you begin to look at yourself uh and your thinking process objectively uh the the best surprise of all is the empathy you will start to see things in a whole different light you'll start to realize you know, I'm not such a bad person. I'm not, you know, I'm trying. Uh, a lot of us have those those issues of confidence and, um, you know, personal growth problems. We all come up against them. It's, it's you know, there's past traumas. There's things like that that all come up. And something that meditation will start to do for you if you keep up with it is you'll be able to forgive yourself. You better forgive yourself for the times that Maybe you didn't react how you wanted. Maybe you didn't. Uh, maybe you didn't say what you should have. Maybe you were a little overboard. Uh, maybe you're a little too rough. You know, you can forgive yourself for those things. You're a person too. Um, I know a lot of people get mad because it's improperly credited. But uh, one of my favorite sayings that's attributed to the Buddha is that uh, you yourself, as much as anyone else in the whole universe, deserve your own compassion. Maybe he didn't say it. Maybe he said something uh, in a similar vein, but the point is still valid. That you're a person, you're a conscious entity, you're out making choices, you know, you're trying to do the best you can at each level, and you make mistakes. When you can forgive that in yourself, that's a huge moment because it just starts to open that door just a little bit to forgiving your neighbor and forgiving maybe your, your spouse or you know, your significant other um, or forgiving uh, your kids or forgiving you know, maybe even uh, you know, your, your Flanders type enemy, uh, whoever it is, it will, it, meditation can lead to that. And that's a powerful moment. It's just, uh, you start to realize that, hey, you know what? He's making these decisions too. She's, she's got stuff on her plate. She doesn't need this. I don't need this. You just move on. Um, sometimes it's so simplistic that you just, you couldn't even spot that moment if you wanted to. But that is the ultimate power of meditation and where it'll take you. So uh, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to hit me up. Uh, the, the email address for any questions you want to ask is questions at theunusualbuddha.com. Send them bad boys in, and uh, and I'll read them out here. Maybe uh, put them in a video, put them in a podcast. 
uh, you know, whatever we got coming up. I do want to take a quick second here to read off our uh, fantastic patrons, guys that are keeping us floating here, trying to get uh, a little something further off the ground. Uh, so I'm going to read them off real quick as per their uh, perks to their uh, patronage. So we got Ben, Mary, Heather, Jen, Shannon, Christina, Tara, and Tara. Thank you all so much. You guys are amazing. Uh, you guys are really helping us elevate the game. Uh, got some things we're working on. Uh, definitely excited about it. Uh, the, the patrons, you guys will get a, a first shot at it. Uh, and anyone who's interested in becoming a patron, the website for that is patreon.com slash the unusual Buddha. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the unusual Buddha. Uh, you can do a one-time donation, which is much appreciated. We don't really have any rewards set up for that. Uh, if you want to do, you can donate as little as a dollar a month. Greatly appreciated. Uh, as of right now, until it gets crazy, um, we're doing shout-outs for everybody. Uh, the, and that's, that starts at $1. Uh, for the $5 group, uh, we have the shout-out plus two exclusive uh, device wallpapers. So, you know, they're designed by your tru yours truly, so they're probably the greatest. I mean, you know, I don't want to brag, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of a savant. Uh, and then the $10 package, $10 a month, will get you exclusive access to a Q&A held monthly uh, that'll kind of serve to, uh, for us to get to know each other and kind of inspire where things are going because I don't want to be, I don't want to create this and be out of touch. You know, I do have an agenda, I guess, so to speak, uh, where I want to go with things, but I don't want this to be something that's out of touch with you guys and what's true to your life and what's true to my life too. Um, yeah, I really want to get to know all of you. And, uh, if you guys are, are willing to, uh, throw a couple bucks at it, you guys can get in on this Q and a and, uh, join the conversation and kind of help, uh, steer the unusual Buddha a little bit. Anyway, guys. Thank you so much for your time, and I hope you enjoy this video. Bye.